Hello, hello, besties. Welcome back to everyone's favourite podcast, the MB Rage podcast. We're back. It's been like seven days since we recorded the last one, which honestly, for us, that is that's pretty fucking good. I'm also joined by the wonderful Red. How are you doing? We love growth. We love growth. We're improving. Yeah, we're, so, we're, we're doing know. well. Um, last week's recording was absolutely iconic. We were both very, very happy when it was done. We literally got off call, haven't recorded for ages, and we're just very, very happy. And so now we're, we're trying to squeeze a couple of them out. I actually go away next Wednesday, next Thursday for like a week. So we'll try maybe squeeze out one more podcast before I'm done or try and record one while I'm away. Uh, but if not, we might be taking a little break over the Christmas period. But do not besties, it's fine. We It'll be, it'll, it'll be okay. So we're going to try and make this one christmas themed have some christmas related stuff we're talking about uh, also happy uh pansexual pride day for all our pan listeners and i just wanted to give a quick shout out because lots of people don't know the difference between pan and bisexual lots of people say that aren't they basically the same uh not quite so the definition of pansexuality is someone who's attracted uh to all genders whereas um bisexuality initially was just someone who's attracted to uh so male and female and now essentially means bisexuality you're attracted to two or more genders so there is a slight difference uh basically both valid we love you if you're if you're pan we love you if you're bi and all our wonderful pan listeners we hope you're having a wonderful day we hope you're very proud of yourselves ironically this episode might even come out on pansexual pride day but i hope you had a wonderful day on the actual day anyway so also ed's hair is blue now Oh, yes, that's a very, very good point. My hair is, is blue. Um, so I was bored. I was trying to get it dyed. Uh, me and my mom spent like two days doing it. It was a bit of a stress, to be fair. So shout out to my mom for, for helping me to dye my hair blue. And it looks very, very cool. Literally all the jokes about they, them, pronouns in bio and blue hair. I was like, I might as well just buy into the stereotype. So yes, I am a they, them who has blue hair. And I do also have pronouns in my bio. What are you can do about it? I can't remember if I have pronouns in my bio. Do I have pronouns on my bio on Twitter? Cancelled, cancelled. Get, get, get them gone. Oh my god, no. Please don't cancel me. <laughs> how, I how really supposed, need... How, how are we supposed to know what to refer to as red, even though I've referred to them as red for absolutely ages? Get the, That's it. It's over. You're, you're, you're done. Oh my god. I can't. I can't deal with it. I have... I have to die now. I'm so sorry. I'm going to commit seppuku for my crimes, my actions against humanity but anyways um what's the first topic it's the uh, a little bit of santa claus isn't oh, it oh yeah i told you'd make it christmas themed i want to apologize because last week we recorded it on the first day of when uh, first day of wednesday what the fuck edward the first day of december and a, a gay um santa christmas side was released in norway and i didn't talk about it so that's my fault count to me if gay you want santa, to gay santa yeah gay santa it, it's great you know, like, straights have been talking about it for ages, like, the next thing the LGBTs are going to take away from us is Santa, now he's gay, now we can't like Santa. It's like, Bestie, he's literally a made-up character, okay? Please calm down, it, it's not that big a deal. Like, first a fictional character... <laughs> yeah. First they came for the Rudolph, but I wasn't a deer, so I did <laughs> not speak out. First, then they came for the for the Santa, and I did not speak because I was not an eldritch being that gives gifts to children. Then they came for me, and no one was left to speak for me. (laughs) So true. It's like, it's so annoying. It's like, we're not even saying that Santa is gay. It is one Christmas ad which was released to celebrate 50 years of like homosexuality being decriminalized in Norway and it's just Santa kissing. They're not it this doesn't change the canon that Santa is gay. Santa's literally being like he can be anything. 
like I'd let the Rise of the Guardians version of Santa rail me. Okay, well there, there you go. I don't even know what that is. I'm not. I hope you. he's gay. I hope he's. Do you know gay. what? I hope Santa's gay too. Okay, because otherwise it's a little bit dodgy going into little kids' houses and giving them gifts. I'm just um, what? Yeah, it's a bit dodgy. Him being gay makes it better. Okay. Yeah, uh, it, makes, it makes it more understandable. Uh, I defend it now. Uh, no, but in all seriousness, it's like it's really not a big deal. Okay, one one Santa rad, Santa kissed a dude. That's it. They aren't saying he's gay, and even if he is, please calm down. And also, just another point, what is it with the straights and getting really madly angry at Christmas ads? You know, Christmas, the time of, like, love, spending time with your family, being happy, you know, being inclusive. Oh, no, 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 because everyone loses their shit about Christmas ads literally all the time. I don't know if you remember this. This is more based at the UK people, our UK listeners. But last year, there was a Sainsbury's ad, which was literally just a black family having Christmas dinner. And they're like, people on Twitter were trying to get them cancelled because it, it got tons of complaints from like a bunch of white people being like, I don't see myself in this. I'm not represented. This is racist. This is not acceptable. It's like, bro, there's literally so many ads of fucking boring white people having Christmas dinner. It's it's not a big deal. Okay? It's just... They're trying to spread the Muslim agenda, Edward. Don't you understand? But it's fucking... We should... spread... It's like, what's wrong with that? I'm literally a Christian. Isn't it all about, like, fucking spreading cheer and happiness and, like, being accepting? It's like, no, there's a bunch of black people no. eating dinner. Who cares? Not me. I it's, think it's, it's cute. It's about hate, and it's about trying to get rid of the nuclear family. First, first they let the black people have Christmas. Then they let the gays have Christmas. What's what's next? They could They could have... The, the the God forbid, because as we know, I am a, a God-fearing man who has sexual relations with his wife. Um, I I don't know where I was going with this, but yeah, you're, you're an idiot if you have any kind of problem with a black family having Christmas dinner in a fucking TV advert. They're trying to sell you things. Calm down. Get more mad about, like, capitalist society. They're just yeah, trying exactly. to pander to people either way. You getting rage fucking... You're, you're borderline getting rage-baited. Any time an advert gets any kind of attention like that, you are feeding into Sainsbury's. Do you know that? Like, you are feeding in to them. You are increasing their profit margins. Yeah, literally. Because as I say in the next point on, on, our, on our, like, sheet of notes I have, uh, that's why I shop at Sainsbury's, to own these fucking racists. Literally, if racists didn't get angry about a really innocent, normal ad on Twitter, I would fucking not be like, well, I'm going to go there because racists get mad at me, okay? Like, please calm down. There is a very good video by uh, H. Bomber Guy called Woke Brands, where basically he goes into an in-depth explanation on how these kinds of videos where they will just do the slightest crumb of representation because they know it will upset people on the right wing so that they will a get more people on the left to like come to their shop or buy their product um and then what's it called the right wing will cease to use their product or destroy their product um but then realize oh no wait i actually like that and then have to go and buy another one it is just a case of you are buying into it stop being an idiot um shut the fuck up x y we yeah it's like that's the thing i say about lots of bra- oh. 
Yeah, sorry. I thought my, my mic was turned off, but it is not turned off. We're still chilling and vibing. Um, what I was going to say is like... Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. We've had, we've had like a million at this point. But you know what? We keep going. We keep smiling through. And I think the sounds better this week. Hopefully it does. Let me know. Tweet at me. Instagram at me. Even though that's not the correct terminology, but I've said it. And now... Um, hang on. Well, so I know what I was going to say. I was going to say like so many like corporations just like give us a slum of representation because they don't actually give a shit about us. But if they pretend to, they care. It's like, why did the BBC join, join Stonewall in the first place? Because like they live in a society where you need to be like inclusive and supportive of the LGBTQ plus community. But like as soon as it became convenient for them to support an anti-trans group and to post anti-trans, like a, a push an anti-trans agenda, then they started doing it again, in my opinion, so I don't get sued. It's like, if, if, if they didn't have to give a shit about black people or gay people, then they wouldn't. So just be wary of that, like, all the time. And that's why we should always demand more representation. Because the more it gets normalized and the more it gets talked about and seen, and, you know, the more people recognize how normal and, like, fine it is, the more that, you know, we're going to get accepted. So keep pushing brands to give us even more representation. Don't just say, well done, Disney. You had one random character kiss for one second in a Star Wars film that could easily be edited out in countries where they wouldn't have it shown, like, you know, China, etc. Uh, but but didn't you know that one guy from Beauty and the Beast? He's he's gay now, and he and he did a dance with another another man. That's really important. That that's true. Yeah, that, that I stand corrected. My entire point has just been. Simply oh, did did you not see that the the director of of the um. Of in of 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 Endgame, he 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 pretended to be a gay man. Is he, he a gay man? He is a gay man. He, he was a he was a gay man. In he said the, he had a husband. In, he said he had a husband, and his husband got just disappeared or whatever, and it was really scary. Wow. I mean, you know, come Disney on, was, Ed. Disney They're representing the gays. Disney was literally fu like fucking created by a Nazi, and the Nazi's like in a cryogenic chamber right now, and one day's going to come out and be up uphold at his creation. But do you know what? It's a crumb of representation, so at least we should be happy about that. But, like, come on, Disney. Give us some more. I want to see... Luca, there was not enough gay men fucking. Just bring it out there. Uh, there was not enough children having sex in Luca. Uh... I would like to say that I'm <laughs> stepping away from Edward on this topic. I disagree. Please stay, please stay away from me. I I'm joking. Uh, there should not have been any children fucking in Luca. Uh, but it was very cute. Wow. Well, uh, Edward anyway, wants to kind see... Of got distracted from, from from what we were talking about but it's like yeah of course another christmas ad that people got really angry at actually it wasn't a christmas ad it was a, a, just an ad john lewis this year had an advert i can't remember what it was called but it was just a kid wearing makeup who put heels on and then just and wore a dress and just went around destroying random stuff and of course all the gender crit all the gcs the gender critical people right and false saying all the stuff like it's sexualizing children it's confusing our kids and turning them gay and it's like bro it's just a kid wearing makeup okay that's fine uh, john lewis then pulled the ad uh saying that it that no uh, acknowledging that it could be potentially confusing uh but they said it could be potentially confusing because of, like some of the products that were shown weren't actually on sale by john lewis which is kind of like a, a bad apology but like in light of all the backlash they got i get why you know, they, they decided to cancel it. But again, it's like, it's just a kid wearing a dress. It's not a big deal, dude. Calm down. It was a, it was just an advert about a kid destroying stuff and being, like, innocent and carefree. Not, not look how hot this kid is, gender critical. 
people, that's more of a self-report on you. If you're like, look at this advert of them sexualizing children. It's like, who is sexualizing? No one is sexualizing children in this ad. You're the only one who's going, this ad is meant to sexualize this child. That just sounds like you're sexualizing a child there, my guy. Just, just going to say that. Why would you sexualize children like that? It's really rude. Yeah, they don't like um, that. That's scary. It's, it's disgusting. My guy, don't do that. Um, this is my hot take of the day. Don't sexualize children. Um, hot, hot, hottest hot take. take. Fucking scalding Spicy take. Hot. Children and adults engaging in sex. Not good. Pedophi pedophilia. Kind of cap. Yeah. Um, but getting back to the whole Santa thing, which was, believe it or not, the original point we were making. Um, they talk a lot about, like, Santa being, like, they talk a lot about, like, why is Santa becoming sexualized now? As if Mrs. Claus hasn't literally been sexualized all the time. It's like, you're just mad that they're now, like, seeing him kiss a dude and not, you know, have sex with his really hot, sexy MILF wife. I mean, don't get me wrong. Mrs. Claus is a MILF, okay? I'm going to say it. She is a MILF. Fair play to Santa for, for getting with a MILF. You know, she's she's wonderful. If she's bi... They have Mrs. an open Claus relationship. It's fine. Yeah, honestly, yeah. They open relationship an... with, with us, with the NBA Rage podcast. Um, collab. Oh, my God. Next week, she's just like, hey, guys. We're going to have, we're gonna have a foursome. He's gay now. I'm very supportive of them. But um, now we're having a threesome. It'll be great. Oh, my God. We're going to have a threesome. <laughs> and it's going to be amazing. <laughs> that would be more um... traumatic for, for me, I think. I'd be very scared. I probably just I cry. will. I will. <laughs> wow. Why would you say that about me? I will record it and put it on OnlyFans. Mum, um... don't watch this bit. <laughs> you don't have to watch that, but okay, please. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> uh, anyway, but yeah, I thought it was a very, very cute video. Once again, it's Scandinavia. It's just, just what a great place. Scandinavia seems like they've got lots of their LGBTQ plus stuff, you know, on lock, and they just seem to be pretty good. And I love Scandinavia. That's the whole point. Um, yeah. There was, yeah, just calm down, okay? It's Christmas, let's all be nice and supportive. There is one other ad that I do want to talk about. I think it was, it was a, was it an Asda ad? Or it was a John Lewis ad? What was it called? Asda. John Lewis. Um, it was called, like, Let It Slay or something. What was it? <laughs> I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Did they have, yeah, did so they uh, have, so a, what's Asda, the name, Asda George just released a new collection called Slay It, which celebrates inclusion at Christmas and basically there was one thing where it was just uh, a dude who was like really dressed up like you know tons of makeup all that stuff looking stunning and of course all the GCs were out were out here saying like look at this like this person doesn't look masculine at all this is unnatural and it's like hang on gender critical people I thought you were like all pro like you know women and men being able to like dress and look however they want it isn't isn't that the whole it seems like if anyone is supporting the gender binary uh it's you guys, because this just sounds like you're reinforcing old tropes about how men and women should should look like. Um, and, you know, trans non-binary people are like, do whatever the fuck you want. I know which side I'd rather be on. I would like to say that I am distancing myself from N's opinion. I agree with you, GCers, all, all, all of the... Um... All of the non-binies and the, um, the, the, the T's. They're just bad for society. No, just shut the fuck up. Why are you even here? Just leave the conversation. Like we talked about last time, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You are not wanted. Nobody loves you. Just because your husband left you and you're now in a political lesbian relationship um, doesn't mean that you get to speak on other people's lives. Um, just because you are openly like just 
just shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> every day, I don't like having to spend every single one of these podcasts having to be like, oh, yay, another moment of some fucking gc being like, oh, fuck the traddies, oh, fuck non binaries I don't like it. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Stop attacking other people's lives. I get to attack your life because you're attacking everybody else's. That's why I get to do it before you even fucking speak up. Don't speak up. Take a seat. Listen for like two seconds. You might learn something. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, it's like, you know, GCs love saying like how they're all about like, you know, you know, looking up, looking up for women and all that stuff. But once again, it's just another excuse to just reinforce like, traditional societal views on how men and women should act and it's like if anyone is like controlling women's bodies and anything it's the gender critical people because you know trans non-binary people are like i want to express myself however i can and no one should be able to stop me and the gcs are like no fuck you you are a woman so you have to wear skirt have big boob you can't just you know dress any other way um but yeah it was a very very cute advert from um from george from george uh, asda well asda George, whatever. Uh, they've donated £100,000 to diversity role models in 2021 to help them end LGBTQ plus bullying in schools. Uh, they also did a survey which revealed 44% of LGBTQ plus people feel like they can't go home for the holidays as their true self, which is very, very true. I'm sure there's lots of you this year who might not be, you know, as out and, and, and femme presenting. Yeah, this is good to, <laughs> good time for, for Raj to chime in. And just like, you know, this is why the ad's important. And I just want to give them a shout out because they got lots of backlash on Twitter, which was undeserved. It was very, very cute, and yeah, just, I know it's difficult, I know, you know, like, not everyone's accepting of you, and of course that's that's um, awful, but I hear you, I'm listening to you, I'll support you in any way I can, uh, and I, tr- I truly hope things get better for you. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but there you go, that was a slightly longer section than I thought it would be on, you know, gay shit related to Christmas, which is iconic, uh, we love gay Christmas. Uh, Christmas is gay. The last thing I want to say is like there's been a bunch of people on TikTok being like, if they make Santa gender neutral, I'm going to tell kids he isn't real. It's like a haha, got you libs. And it's like, this is literally just conservatives making stuff up to get angry about. One, no one is saying that Santa should be gender neutral. Two, if Santa is gender neutral, again, why does it matter? He's literally a fictional character. He doesn't exist. He can be gender neutral. It does not make a difference. Okay. Also, yeah, tell kids Santa isn't real. Uh, because I hate children, and I love seeing them suffer. Honestly, Santa isn't real. What? Why do you care so much? Yeah, I mean, Why do you is... care so much? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't think any, like, actual children are going to be listening to this podcast unless they want to be turned gay by the gay agenda, in which case, hello, children, welcome, we're going to turn you gay. Um, but, yeah, basically... I would like to distance myself from Ed's opinion. <laughs> I keep doing that today! Yeah, yeah we, 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 we've been very divisive, but we just keep... Just coming up with the worst possible takes that both of us disagree with. But um, um sorry, no, you keep coming up with the horrible takes. I'm uh, just this, like, um You you literally said earlier that we should sexualize children, Red. That was literally you, so like, Um What, what you? the fuck? Yeah, Why would you say that? That was, that was literally you, Red. I can't believe you said that. You are lying out of your <laughs> fucking ass. <laughs> just Ed gaslighting Red on the podcast for an hour. <laughs> wow, well, thank you, Ed. I really love this gaslighting. Oh wait, no, I don't. It's fine. You could talk about me you could talk about me uh, 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 <laughs> on therapy on therapy at therapy honestly probably based um, yeah i've got this like friend called ed and they really like to um to gaslight me and to say that i was the one that said that we should fuck kids but that was actually them 
yeah. Um, this has been a bit all over the place section. Uh, we are joking around, obviously, as I'm sure you're aware. Um, uh, basically, Santa can be gay. Santa can be gender neutral. It's not a big deal. Also, stop getting so angry about Christmas adverts, guys. It's Christmas. You're supposed to be nice. Just because you've got a lot of bottled up rage because your wife left you because you're a horrible human being doesn't mean you should take it out on the entire world. Um, moving on to something a little bit, um, but we're not LGBTQ plus related, but still very, very important and a little bit of a heavier topic. Um, the Supreme Court is currently debating a series of different abortion laws. Of course, earlier on, I believe in uh, September or August, though, um, Texas announced they'd be bringing or trying to bring forward a very, very restrictive uh, abortion law that would ban uh, anyone being able to have an abortion um, after six weeks, which is absolutely batshit insane. Currently, the Supreme Court is uh, debating a case in Mississippi that uh, about whether or not they can ban abortion after 15 weeks, which is still more restrictive, but, you know, not as bad as, as the Texas law. Uh, we're just going to talk about both of them at once. Um, obviously, this is an LGBTQ, po- po- LGBTQ plus podcast mostly. And while we are both not women, so we don't want to, like, talk over them obviously no uterus no opinion but like yeah fucking abortion they should be able to get an abortion whenever they want as i said i hate children so that's fine <laughs> as far as i'm concerned but it's still important to to talk about um because it's pretty it, it's pretty awful that they're you know taking away fucking women's rights they really love doing that don't they just removing women's rights like next they'll be like you can't use tampons you can't um, you have to go to the outside of town when you're on your period because um, unclean women unclean. <laughs> yeah, well, this is this is a fun history fact that I learned actually while at university, which is that um, the reason why like tampons and sanitary stuff is really really expensive for women is because uh, basically like back in I think it was the Tudor times or or maybe it was like you know yeah I think it was like the Tudor times maybe a bit later. Uh, when they started, like, you know, deciding how to tax shit, stuff was taxed differently if it was considered a luxury to if it was considered essential. Um, so I think there's a big debate surrounding Jaffa cakes about whether or not it's, um, about, about like, its tax rate. Because um, I think a cake is considered a luxury, but a biscuit is considered essential because it's, like, you know, and if it's if it is considered, like, a luxury, then it gets taxed more. But if it's considered a cake then uh, but sorry but it's considered cake if it's considered um essential it doesn't get as much tax and you know back in the day because men were the ones writing all the laws tampons and sanitary products were seen as a luxury and so they actually is like higher tax and therefore more expensive than than something that's essential that would be cheaper which is really fucking stupid that law's like 500 years old please change i think that um I don't understand why, I, I just don't understand why it would be a luxury good. Wouldn't, wouldn't men want, like, not straight men, want women to be, like, less in pain and stuff? So, like, I don't, I don't understand what goes through the mind of a straight man. Honestly, like, reasons. literally, how about shit insane with history? It was literally, like, this woman has been, like, through shit tons of childbirth, had a really traumatic life, and has, like, a husband who's horrible to her. And is like a little bit sad. Well, I guess she's a witch. Let's burn her at the stake. There could be no possible other explanation for this. Like, literally, historically, the only thing women's were able, women's women were able to do was like have baby, look after house, shut fuck up, listen to husband. That's literally it. And then as soon as they get any other rights, like the right to an abortion, men are like, hey guys, but what if? Hear me out on this. 
what if they actually didn't get to do that? What what if we said no? Hear me out. Women, no rights. Women uh, sit corner, make food, shut fuck up. I mean, you know, I'm not a fan. It's definitely an idea that's been put out there. But, uh, you know, I'm not a fan. And we've sort of been talking about it. But, yeah, the whole Texas abortion or Mississippi abortion law is pretty scary, to, to be honest, uh, because it is going... If it is passed, it will go against Roe v. Wade. I'm sure you're all aware of what Roe v. Wade is, but just in case you aren't, uh, 1973, um, it was a, it was a law passed in 1973. It was a massive, massive win for women's rights. Basically, uh, in the, in in 1970, uh, someone under under uh, the 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 fake name uh, Roe decided to like uh, sue uh, Henry W. Dallas, who was the district attorney in texas about like basically the uh, uh abortion laws um uh, and in the end she was able to you know successfully win in the case that's now referred to as roe v wade 1973 it protects a pregnant woman's liberty to choose to have an abortion without excessive government restriction basically gives women access to to abortions uh like at any stage uh whenever they want which is absolutely massive and as i say like the thing that's so scary right is because like this has been a constitutional right of women for 48 women 48 women 48 years now like for for the vast majority of of the population of the u.s like all of their lives they've been able to get an abortion and now it's being changed like that's insane like think about how much like society's progressed how much shit that was like not acceptable 48 years ago that is like happening now like think about how much society has changed in that time and yet people are still trying to get rid of abortion like that is absolutely shocking to me that's why it's so scary it is or with with all of these things it does feel like it will be we like a um like a snowball effect like it will start at the bottom of the hill like a tiny little thing and it will end up at the bottom as the size of a fucking just a giant fucking snowball and we can't let that happen because as soon as rights start getting taken away more and more and more will come. It is never just one thing. It is always a lot at once, and we can't let that happen. It might start with women's rights being taken away with abortion law, and it might end up with, I don't know, name literally any right. Uh, women have to stay at home, uh, gays can't get married, yeah, trans people can't receive um, gender-affirming surgery. Yeah, this, this is What's the thing, it? like, I said, the abortion law was approved 48 years ago. Gay marriage was only approved in the US in 2015. So, you know, the abortion law, women being able to have an abortion, has been way more, like, socially acceptable, constitutionally allowed for far, far, far longer. And if abortion law is, like, going to get scrapped, that right is going to be taken away, then we do have to be scared of our rights being taken away because we've had, or at least, you know, our US listeners have had the right to, to gay marriage since 2015, which is, you know... An eighteenth, I think, an eighteenth, an, like an eighth, sorry, of the amount of time that like women have had a right to an abortion, and that's why it's so shocking and scary. And as you say, yeah, it, it is a snowball effect. I I remember I had so many like debates like back in the day with all the fucking bunch of like again dudes because what a surprise, and they were talking about like how it was stupid that I was like not a woman and a feminist, and they also said like why are you a feminist if you live in the UK? We have equal rights, and I always just say like yeah, but like. 
as things aren't perfectly equal, right? Like women and men, unfortunately, are not seen as literally equal by literally everyone, which means there's always going to be someone campaigning against like women's rights. And as they say, if you don't let, if you don't keep pushing for something and keep on allowing, like, and saying like women should have the right to an abortion, then eventually someone's going to come along and stop it. I'm not saying women have not been talking about the right to an abortion, been saying, yes, I should be able to have an abortion in that time. But the point is this is like, the system is still rigged against us. It's still rigged against minorities. And like, we still have to do everything we can, even when we already have rights, to keep pushing to maintain them and also, you know, go further to, to get more equality. Because if we don't, stuff like this happens. Like, the, the system is, is designed around, like, straight white dudes and they don't want any, like, change that to happen. I and mean, as soon as any change is, like, made, they want to instantly try and repeal it as much as possible. And that's what's happening with the abortion law. They never want to... And that's to... why we have to kill them all. I mean, it's an idea. All of them dead. It, again, it, it's it's an idea. But, like, you know, this is why we've got to be so, like, active and talking about it and campaigning for it is because if we don't, these rules, uh, these laws are going to be taken away. So that's why it's very, very scary. As I said, as LGBTQ plus people, we should be scary. Also, um, what's her name? Sotomaya uh, literally uh, mentioned uh, whether or not the abortion case imperils LGBTQ plus rights. Uh, Sotomayor, for those of you who don't know, is one of the uh, Supreme Court justices. She's also one of the, I think, two liberal Supreme Court justices left in place. And yeah, I want to talk about how we got into this situation, because as I said, how can something that's been a constitutional right for 48 years suddenly be like violated or, or like potentially undermined, particularly in regards to the Texas abortion law? I mean, that literally happened like it, it was like a random vote that happened in the middle of the night that could potentially like end the, the Texas abortion law. And the reason why we got here, quite simply, is Donald Trump. I hear lots of people say, oh, well, it's great. It's good now that Donald Trump is gone. He can't affect things anymore. Not true. Donald Trump, in my opinion, again, alleged information, was behind the January 6th insurrections. Uh, Donald Trump, also one of the last things he did as president, was elect uh, Amy, Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court, which gave them a 4-2 rep uh, Republican majority and, you know, when Donald Trump first got into office in 2016, he said, I want to uh, bring in people that will oppose Roe v. Wade, that have, you know, that want to make abortion illegal again. And then one of the last things he did as president, he only had three months left in office before he was going to get, you know, uh, potentially another term for the presidential election. Three months before the presidential election, he elected Amy Conan Barrett to the Supreme Court. And this has given them the majority that they need to make abortion illegal. Like, Donald Trump, right up to the end, and now is directly affecting things happening in the country. So don't be thankful he's gone. His, his influence is still there. It is also the hypocrisy as well, because during the 2016 elections, uh, the right wing were very opposed to Obama replacing one of the right wing uh, people on in the office of the um, Supreme Court because somebody had died, because that's the only real way that you can get rid of somebody on the Supreme Court, because as soon as they're in, they're in for life. Somebody died that was on the um, Supreme Court, and Obama was going to replace him, and they had this. he had a similar amount of time as uh, Trump did uh, in office, and the Republican Party kept being like, no, we can't do that. No, we're going to block every attempt that you have to do it. And in the efforts of bipartisanship, they agreed, yeah, sure, we won't do it because of how little time left Obama has left in office. But when Trump did it, it was apparently fine with the right wing. Apparently it was completely fine. Um, 
Uh, it's ridiculous. Uh, he's an idiot and a bastard, and I really would like to see him fall down a well and die painfully. I mean, yeah, this is the other thing that like is a good point to make in regards to just system is like maybe leftists are too nice sometimes, like because conservatives and republicans like use literally any tactic they have in their arsenal to ensure that they get what they want i want to get rid of abortion so we are going to make sure the supreme court has a has has a majority oh but when when the when the fucking democrats that should do the same thing no 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 that's wrong that's bad like they're willing to just be straight up absolute hypocrites even if it makes them and their arguments look stupid to achieve what they want whereas like liberals don't do that i don't think and that's, like, why they also get the advantage in the case. It's, like, they use every single scumbag tactic under the sun to ensure they get what they want. And I'm not sure, like, we always do that. And maybe we should start doing a little bit more. Because if the system's bad, you should use bad methods to overcome it, maybe. Just spitballing here. Um, but, yeah, the whole situation is is absolutely crazy. I do want to talk a little bit about, um, like, the, the text abortion as, as, as well. And just, like, why banning abortions is such a bad thing. Of course, everyone is aware. So a couple months ago, when we were chatting about the Texas abortion law, uh, a page called So Informed on Instagram, check them out, they do uh, lots of really good stuff, uh, posted a bunch of abortion uh, myths, basically saying why this Texas abortion law was so uh, terrifying for women. Um, so yeah, the uh, maternal mortality rate is 17.4 for 100,000 pregnancies, versus only 2 in 862,320 deaths from abortion in 2017. Uh, so um, yeah, abortion is it is um a lot safer that than childbirth statistically it's way 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 more safer i can't even attempt to do the maths on that but you know 17.4 per every hundred thousand people times that by eight um that's roughly like 862 which is there's 862,300 sorry i've not explained this point for a while let me try again so in terms of how many people died from abortions two out of 800 62,320 people died versus people who died in childbirth, 17.4 per 100,000. So clearly abortion is is a much safer option. Also, uh, a very important point is like, this won't ban abortion. This will just ban safe abortion. Backstreet abortions is a really, really, really big killer. It's really, really uh, dangerous um, for women. Um, also, a great survey done uh, from the University of San Francisco's Advancing New Standards in Reproductive Health, found that more than 95% of women asked said abortion was the right decision, and 84% of women had positive or neutral feelings on their abortion. This obviously goes against the, the classic point that everyone who has an abortion really regrets it and feels really bad. It's like, no, quite a lot of the time people have an abortion, it's because it was out of, like, either traumatic stuff, or it was because, like, they aren't ready for an, you know, they aren't ready to have a kid, they don't have enough money, they don't have, or they just don't want a kid and that's why you know so many people don't regret uh their particular abortion uh quick trigger warning for uh, sexual assault and rape here as well yeah but um <laughs> give it the three seconds yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah just making sure uh but yeah this the, the or the texas abortion that's being proposed uh you know greg abbott spoke a lot about like how you know that this is going to you know like yeah, help make rape illegal again, make it a lot worse. But actually, it protects the rapist. The punishment for abortion is worse than the punishment for rape, which is absolutely terrible. Uh, AOC, of course, who, who famously is, is a sexual assault survivor herself, talks about how 90% of sexual assault victims know the perpetrator ahead of time. 
They aren't just random people who hide in dark alleyways. This isn't fucking Gotham City. 90% of people who are sexually assaulted or raped directly know the victim. And that's why so few of them come out. And that's why so few people would want an abortion if they're like, so, or, or that's why, you know, it, it makes it really traumatic when a pregnancy has resulted as a result of rape. Because, you know, you don't really want to say like, oh, my uncle raped me and now I'm pregnant with his child it, it, it's it's a terrible situation so this law actually will protect rapists as opposed to you know um challenge it and it just shows fundamentally how little greg abbott understands about it and again greg abbott a dude also talking about abortion law it's like motherfucker i think women are gonna know a lot more about this shit than you are uh as i said like lots of other states are potentially following the texas abortion law and yeah just the whole situation is is, is pretty bad um it's not great just america the system it's pretty fucked you know brett kavanaugh is on the supreme court with credible accusations of sexual assault against him uh don't sue me because he was found not guilty of sexual assault in a court of law but also believe the victims and remember there's a very large difference between not guilty because the entire story was made up and he never sexually assaulted anyone and not guilty because the court cannot prove that he did it but again not guilty in a court of law and i do respect that decision don't sue me uh, but it is mental that someone with sexual allegations can still be, like, the highest judge in the land, essentially. Um, I still think that we should just resurrect RBJ, maybe? Bring back, bring her back as a cyborg? She could be C... I mean, she kind of, I mean, she was like 94 when she died. She was, probably was a cyborg for, like, the last couple of years of her life. But honestly, yeah, we love RBG. Uh, she'd be turning in a grave right now. RPG? Jesus Christ, I anyway, Spinning. Uh, you could yeah. use her corpse to provide enough energy for the world. I mean... With how much yeah. spin! Yeah, I mean, again, the, just, the just system is absolutely mental. The fact that Donald Trump, who literally said that the Supreme Court was, like, rigged, I'm gonna like, guilty of election fraud, like, that, that, don't basically, he basically goes, don't trust the Supreme Court, they're guilty of election fraud, and, you know, they rigged the system against me, but also do believe and trust in the Supreme Court because I voted in uh, three members to the Supreme Court and they're really, really trustworthy because they support me and my policies. So it's like, which is it, Donald Trump? You can't do a January 6th insurrection on the Supreme Court because it, they're untrustworthy, but also say they're trustworthy. H how does that work, Donald? Donel Donaldo. Yeah, it's... Daro. Donny. Yeah, um, the, the, the final point to make... Um, which is no one who talks about abortion or and wants to like make it illegal actually gives a shit about like what happens when the child is born like there's firstly they don't want to let gay people adopt in a lot of places brilliant fantastic of course they're just another way to not give us rights like and in ohio i think it was in 2016 they um said they will allow for abortion if the child has down syndrome which is very very ableist oh well abortion is okay abortion's not okay if you get sexually assaulted but abortion is okay if your child is disabled or has a disability if the child like, is like, ugly then you can just eat it that's 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 their ethos basically yeah and of course of course of course they don't actually give a shit they only just give a shit about bringing a child into the world and they don't give a shit about what happens afterwards it's like you know that just sucks ass but yeah, I did want to talk about the abortion law because obviously it's fundamentally really important. Firstly, it like reminds us all as, as allies because you shouldn't just be allies. The LGBTQ plus community should be an ally of all of all like my, my minorities. Like, firstly, they might try to take away our rights as well, but more importantly, like you know, we aren't women, so we're not gonna like 
talk over you. There's plenty of, you know, uh, great, powerful women out there who've, you know, voiced their opinions on this, like AOC, as I mentioned, who know far more than, than we can. Um, but we're just here to say that we're here to support you. Um, and no, you trust no opinion. That's my takeaway. I will become a doctor so that I can give abortions. Honestly, based. I'm going to change my entire degree. Go, go through eight years of med school just to give abortion. Like, let's go. Mm -hmm. I support women. Yeah, the only way to support women, by the way, is to give give abortion. If you don't give an abortion, you don't support women. So, sorry guys, I hate to break it to you. Um, yeah, now we're coming on to, you know, nicer, happier topics. As I said, that was quite, um, quite heavy. We're going to go back onto miscellaneous topics. Red is a big fan of miscellaneous topics. I'm a big fan of miscellaneous topics. Um, Ooh, miscellaneous topics! Yeah, we never know if our fans like these, but if they don't, uh, we don't care. No, I'm, I'm joking. Uh, I hope they like them as well. Um, if you don't like it, I'm going to break into your home, steal your kneecaps, steal your gender, and mm, fuck your mum. <laughs> you can't steal my gender, I don't have one. I don't even know what it is, dude. <laughs> well, give, I'm a snatch it like a, I'm a snatch it, bitch. I'm a fucking snatch it. Well, Anything okay. gender affirming in your home, I'm a snatch it. Oh no. Not, not all my gender-affirming things. Uh, but anyway, getting on to the first missed topic. I mean, this, I don't feel like it's news to that many people. I only saw it because it came from my Instagram feed, and I want to talk about it. Um, Keanu Reeves confirmed that there was meant to be a trans character in The Matrix, but the studio themselves said no. Um, don't know if you know this, but Switch, a character from The Matrix, was supposed to be trans, which is absolutely iconic. We love that. Um, I love Switch. They were meant to Switch be... is my favorite character yeah, of all two of her lines. Switch is now my favorite character, even though they like had a really tiny role in the thing. They were meant to be a man in the real world and a woman in the Matrix. Um, and yeah, there was an article from it from 2016 by Entertainment.ie. Uh, they did also dead name the Wachowskis, which is not ideal. But you know, basically, trans rep in the Matrix would have been really, really cool, especially as it was a fucking massive film because it's amazing. Um, my laptop. And is a trans allegory as well, I guess. Uh, my laptop is just... <laughs> my screen's just gone white. Um, there was also... Technical um, difficulties. I don't even know what the hell is going on. Why is my screen... What the fuck? Okay. Besties, we are back. I have no idea what the hell happened. My computer, like, froze. I thought our entire podcast recording is going to be dead. But it didn't die. And now we're back recording. Sorry if this is a bit disjointed, but we had technical difficulties live on air. It was bound to happen soon. And, uh, well, now it is back. We're live, we're working, and we're here to give you our miscellaneous topics because we want to talk about them. So, listen up, boys. You better, otherwise I'm going to fucking stab you in the kidney. Oh, the in one. In, in, you have one kidney, right? Only one. Yeah, you, you can survive on one kidney. So, there you go. Um, anyway, yeah. so I'm doing you a favor, if anything, I'm making yeah. you stronger. The, the, the next bit I want to chat about was Josh Cavallo, queer football icon. Uh, he did some great interviews with The Guardian and The Athletic talking about being an openly gay footballer. Um, he said like about how he did a great interview for GQ Australia, and he talked a lot about how much more needed to be done in terms of representation. He also uh, spoke a lot about um, like how supportive his teammates were and how inclusive they were, which is absolutely lovely to see. So shout out to, to everyone. Uh, at his club, I believe he's a. Uh, is he? I should know who he's at. Oh my gosh, this is literally so embarrassing. You're not embarrassed. Uh, but, 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 but. He's a. Uh, is that Mel? I want to say Adelaide United. That's who he's at. Jesus. Sorry, guys. That's bad for me. Anyway, he's at uh, Adelaide United. They've been very supportive, so we love that. 
Um, and it was supposed to be the football one you'd done, yeah, even though I know, the football team with the gay one. I'm obsessed with sport, and I don't know the gay football team. Well, not the gay football team, the football team of a gay player. Uh, that's the gay football team, the they're gay, gay now, team. they're just gays. The whole team are gay, yeah, uh, true. Uh, anyway, yeah, he did some great stuff. He talked about how Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi could be like like the next Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, by the way, Red, those are the two best football players in the world that uh, could be gay. Oh, wow, thank you for telling me that. No problem. I mean, yeah. As I said, I, I'm obsessed with sport. No one else cares about it. Uh, I did, you know, queerify the sport of football the other day by explaining to my brother that football is basically edging for 90 minutes, which is very accurate. Like, l anyone else who's interested in football knows it is literally edging for 90 minutes. That's the best description of the sport I can give. I hate how accurate it is as well. It's like, it, it is, it's just edging for 90 minutes. That is the entire game of football. Why not just, like, edge normally at that point? Exactly. I mean, yeah, honestly, what are these guys are doing? I mean, they're getting paid like millions of pounds a week, not just Edge normally. They should do that in their spare time. But anyway, uh, yeah, he did an interview GQ Australia talking about it. It was really great. So be sure to check that out. Uh, there was also a really funny, well, not funny, like kind of sad interview uh, for, by uh, by the Qatari uh, of World Cup event organizer. Where is it? Uh, what is it? Um, uh, what's his name? His name is. Where are you? Where's his name? Oh, um, his name is Nasir al Qatar, uh, who is like, yeah, the one who's organizing the Football World Cup next year in Qatar. Uh, he said, like, no one should be afraid to, like, you know, play, play in the World Cup. This comes after Josh Cavallo said he'd be a little bit scared to play in, in the golf state. He talks, uh, he says, we welcome everyone in the state of Qatar. We welcome him to come and see even prior to the World Cup. Nobody feels threatened here. Nobody feels unsafe here. Uh, He's re I think he maybe he's getting these perceptions because of, of reading a lot of these accusations and a lot of the news stories that shine a negative light. It's like any society in the world, everyone is welcome. Uh, this is slightly paraphrased from a Guardian article. And he goes, listen, public sphere affection is frowned upon. Uh, Qatar is a modest country. That's all that needs to be respected. Other than that, everyone is free to live their life. What? Uh, 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 and, and the death penalty, Bestie? Like, you literally have the death penalty and you're like, no one... Feels Are they just trying to kill Josh? Is this, is this the entire reason why they want to have the... Uh... The, yeah, they, the, the games there. Yeah, yeah, they were like, we all we got this in 2014 because we knew by 2021 there would be a gay footballer, and so that's why we did it. Just they were thinking well in advance, but um, yeah, it's like bestie, you can't be like we're a really inclusive country making major steps forward for progress, but you also have the death penalty in place. It's like that, like a big step forward in progress would be you can't kill gay people, my guy. I feel like that. That would prove to the world that gay people could come into your country. Like, just putting that out there. I'm not going to lie to you. All fact, no cap. Yeah, um, so, yeah, the article was just quite funny. He was like, why does everyone say that Qatar is really unsafe for gay people? We love gay people as long as they don't do anything publicly and as long as, you know, well, we, we, we'll probably give them the death penalty. It's like, yeah, bestie, I, I wonder why. Um, our next misc topic is about chris bryant uh, a labor mp i think since 2001 uh, he says he feels more nervous now as a gay man than he did 30 years ago because people in downing street like to stoke culture wars that affect minority groups uh and i think yeah, it's, it's it's a very um it's, it's a very good point he makes it's very very true the, the stuff that is being weaponized against trans people as i say all the time was being weaponized against gay people all the time like and the reason why I think it might be more scary to be an LGBTQ plus person now, especially like trans or, or non-binary or whatever, is because while people just 
and probably more likely to discriminate against you 30 years ago, it's way more people didn't know you existed. So if they just saw, you know, a trans person, they'd just be like, well, I don't know what that is, whatever. Whereas like now people are like actively writing laws against them and like, you know, actively like discriminating against them and, and stuff like that because they're now aware of them uh, as a group. Um, it's is- a snowball effect, like we said before. It's always going to be like that. Um, it's really unfortunate. Yeah, uh, that's also true. And like, just a slightly separate point, but I hear a lot of people say stuff like, it's really easy to be gay now, or why can't people just come out? No one's going to judge them. And it's like, it's really annoying because it, it belittles like queer people's struggles. Yeah, coming out now is a lot easier. Lots of people have an experience like mine, where it was very, very positive and very one who was very inclusive. But there's still so many people working against queer people's interests, and it's still incredibly like difficult to do. For example, right, I'm non-binary, but at work, I'm not non-binary because I might lose my job. Uh, so coming out, at least to my work, is incredibly difficult because, you know, I might be like a brand risk or whatever, whatever, or they might have to, God forbid, get a, a gender neutral look. Goodness, that would be absolutely awful. That would cost them all of like five pounds. That would be terrible. Um, but like at my last job I was at, I lost my job, allegedly, because I was femme presenting. So basically I was working there for like a month, maybe a bit longer than that. Um, and like, you know, just, you know, wearing, wearing the, the standard work dress, whatever, whatever, whatever. And it just so happened that my friend, she had a birthday and invited me out to, to the birthday there on a day that I wasn't working. So I was like, yeah, cool. I'll go. It's a birthday party. So I'll get all glammed up, look nice. Went into work, uh, went, went into the place where I work. Not like I wasn't actually working, but I went into my place of work while femme presenting. And the next day I got an email out of the blue basically saying, hi, Ed you know, we don't need you anymore. We thought you were really great, you worked really, really hard, but we just don't need you anymore. And essentially I was thrown out of my job a month early, I think, because I was femme presenting. Now, of course, I can't do anything about that because she didn't say, you wore a dress that's not appropriate, get out. But it's clear that, you know, it, it's still risky. And like, you know, unfortunately coming out as non-binary uh, and, you know, being so open, it is still difficult. So whenever someone is, like, whenever someone comes out, don't just say stupid comments like nobody even cares anymore or it's not valid. It's like, just be like, the, the best answer you give like a queer person is like, okay, I'm here to support you. Um, I still love you all the same. Don't be like, no one cares anymore or, you know, this wasn't a difficult decision because it's like, that just belittles people's struggles. The point is like, just be inclusive and it is still more difficult than you'd think to come out. Yeah. Um, uh, it's... It's cap to say that, be supportive, uh, if a friend or family member, like, tells you something like that, that took effort to, for them to do that to you, to do that for you, to be like, hey, this is who I am. You, if someone, like, gives you a Christmas present, you don't be like, oh, I don't even care. Unless you're, like, a fucking asshole. Which you might be. It's starting to sound like you might be. Exactly, like, my mum always gets me really, really iconic gifts, and she's probably going to be slightly sad that, that I mentioned this, but one year, she got me a shirt that I already had, right? That's literally the only bad gift she's ever given me. I know some of the gifts she's got me this year, they're great. Thank you, mum, I love you very much. Um, but one year, she got me the same shirt that I already had, and did I go, I've already got this shirt. I went, oh, thank you so much. It's a really, really lovely gift. I already have this, though, unfortunately, but it was really thoughtful of you anyway, because I'm not a dickhead. I'm not going to be like, I don't care for this gift you've given me, because I'm not a twat. Like, you can just make it into a crop top, it's fine. I honestly could do. It is quite a nice shirt. I think I still have it. Um, but it's like, yeah, the point is, is it's really annoying when people say like, or if like, you know, I came out and all my friends were like, oh, cool. That's great. Like, I'm happy for you. 
wonderful, like, you know, it doesn't change how I think of you, etc., etc., which is, like, a good response. But if people literally just, like, don't care, it's like, like it or not, coming out, while there's much less stigma on it, there's still a shit ton of stigma about it. So if you just turn around and go, I don't care, that does kind of sound like you say you don't care that I'm... Like, I, I get what you're trying to say, is in, like, I don't care who you are, just live your life, be happy. But it does also come across as, like, I don't care, as in, this is a big thing for you, I don't care. Like, I'm not interested in it, which is, like, what the hell? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't mind that you're gay, just keep it away from me. Oh, the old, the old classic, we've all had that before. But yeah, I think it's, it's definitely a very, very interesting point that, that Chris Brown makes. And yeah, so basically just never ever say that coming out's really, really easy now. Because people love saying, like, oh, everyone's LGBTQ plus now, everyone's gay. Which also leads into like the stereotype of, like, it's just a phase, and, you know, everyone's gay and they're young, and it's like, yeah. Also, what's wrong with that? Sorry that, like, probably most of your generation have had all sorts of problems because they've, like, rejected their sexuality. Also, what's wrong with exploring their sexuality and realizing they're not queer? Like, just be supportive. Thank you. This has gone into a bit of a rant, but honestly, based. So, um, yeah. Based. Um, also, yeah, Chris Brown brings a pretty good point about, like, culture war stuff. And the last thing I want to bring up on, like, culture wars is, like, we're kind of falling victim to this because we talk about culture wars, or more swiftly, I talk about culture war stuff, like, literally all the time. But it's like, most people don't give a shit. Like, most people, or like, not don't give a shit, but like, most people, like, I support trans people, I want them to get rights, I care a lot about them. And, like, so many people, like, all the stuff about, like, should trans people have the bathroom? If you were to ask, like, most people, they'd be like, yeah, sure, if they want that, go for it. Like, most people aren't that invested on, like, these issues. Most people, like, I think it's something like the majority of the British population don't know what a culture war topic is. And, like, quite a huge British population don't know what the word, like, woke means. And I hear, like, woke and cancelled being thrown around all the time. Quite a lot, large percentage of the British population don't know what that is. Because it's like, yeah, it's just a bunch of, like, fucking random people online debating about issues and, like, making these seem like really big deals when actually most people don't even care about them. Um, and, like, yeah, Chris Bryant sums it up well about, like, yeah, culture war stuff is just stupid. Not that many people really agree with them. And also, like, it is bad because it just stirs up more hatred against already hated minorities. Strong agree. <laughs> um, just yeah, charging up the strong agree. Yeah, the, the, the last thing I, I, I want to mention is last week we spoke a little bit about HIV Day. And I do want to talk a little bit more about it because last Wednesday was World AIDS Day. And obviously it's always important to be, you know, more clued up about HIV. Uh, and that XIV Instagram icon, we love them. They did a great post uh, on HIV Day uh, talking about, you know, it and how gay people were treated. All sorts of stuff. Like um, last month, uh, Dennis Prager, head of PragerU, the best accidentally based like news platform ever. Uh, yeah, Dennis Prager said, can you imagine if gay men had been pariahed in the same way the non-vaccinated are? It'd be inconceivable. And it's like, bro, literally, what do you mean? Gay people are fucking treated like worse way worse than than unvaccinated people and again unvaccinated people are fucking stupid and gay people are just fucking cool ass human beings so we should not be treated worse than unvaccinated people even though we have um fun fact the only time conservatives liked wearing masks was during the aids pandemic because it was called the homosexual disease that can threaten american families so remember to wear your face mask uh, but apparently you can't wear face masks now for covid because it goes against your freedom uh okay conservatives that that sounds strange um, yeah. I have I have never heard a conservative base take that yeah, is good. So bad. 
Like, uh, oh, honestly. Uh, also, shout out to our bestie, Princess Diana. We love her. She did so much stuff for the LGBTQ plus community. She shook hands with HIV, HIV positive people to, you know, prove that you couldn't catch HIV just from contact with them. And yeah, she was great. I feel like we didn't we didn't cover HIV enough, so I just wanted to go back over and, and you know talk about it because again, it is something that has ripped through the whole LGBTQ plus community. And I'm so glad it's gotten to a point now where it is just as simple for some people as like a, a pill as opposed to you know it being this like life threatening disease. Um, yeah. Yeah, strong agree. I am glad that we no longer have to, like, die, and... Yeah, I'm glad that death is less of a problem now. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, but, unfortunately, besties, that is the end of this week's MB Rage podcast. We'll try, squeeze another one out for you uh, next week. If not, it might be a little bit longer than that. Might potentially be after Christmas, which is very, very sad, I'm afraid. But, you know, busy times. I'm away on holiday for a week, and then, you know, it's Christmas and Boxing Day. Uh, I don't think my parents would be too happy if I spent all my time recording the NBA Rage podcast. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll have some banging topics for you. We've hoped you had a wonderful time. Sorry for the literal live technical difficulties. Honestly, kind of iconic, but also, yeah, uh, we love you all. And um, I will see you all soon. Ciao. Ciao, besties. Bye, bye, bye.